Hello and welcome to the Zombies Podcast. My name is Dan Bird and you join me on a Friday afternoon here in the UK. And what a way to kick off the opening, uh, the 100th season in the NFL. Uh, it was a bit of a damn squid really. But um, yeah, I support Green Bay. It was a great result uh, for my Packers last night. The defense was outstanding. Uh, I, I was up, up late to watch it. Um, it was a bit of a struggle at work this AM. Um, but uh, we, we made it through. Uh, we'll be breaking down that Thursday night game, which was a, a stellar performance by the Green Bay defense and an average performance by the, the uh, Chicago offense. Um, we also have my picks for the upcoming uh, the upcoming games here on Sunday and Monday. Um, and also we're going to go through the focus games for my Tuesday tape uh, breakdown where I go in depth into the into the uh, into the game tape and break down the uh, the key players in the game and sort of break down individual players etc. So we'll start with Thursday night football, which was ah oh, it was a it was a tough watch, wasn't it? If you were a neutral in the UK here, you go to bed uh, you know mid second quarter really. I I would have if I was a if I was a neutral watching that game, I wouldn't have stuck it through really. Um, but but Green Bay. You know they controlled the field apart from the first quarter where Chicago got the opening three, opening three points, and they had the the main crux of the game was a, was a field possession battle really, um, trying to maintain uh, your position on the field, stay in enemy territory, that sort of that sort of thing. But the the ball was not without the ball, um, and yeah, Green Bay kind of just controlled that throughout the game really. Uh, the the one score with Jimmy Graham uh, was the, the, probably the best drive in the game and the, the and the drive that won the game really. Um, in the major aspects of scoring points, uh, we're, we're going to talk about Mitchell Trubisky, who well, was pretty dreadful on the night, really. Uh, 26 of 45 passing, 2 2 8 and a pick. Um, he also took five sacks on the night for 20 yards loss, um, and only 5.1 yards per attempt, which is pretty pretty feeble in this year, this, this uh, modern NFL where, where the passing game dominates and. He gave Tariq Cohen eight targets, eight receptions, um, and still couldn't really get him going. I mean, credit to the Green Bay defense, really. Uh, but Trubisky was making all the wrong reads, in my opinion. He was scrambling. The happy feet were back. And uh, if it wasn't for Allen Robinson, he wouldn't have too much of a of a, of a downfield threat, to be honest. I, uh, I wasn't really raising his performance. Um, he was kind of putting him to sleep on their drives. Um, but yeah, the Green Bay defense have totally revitalized. I said on yesterday's show, if you can hold teams with the 21 points, we'll win games. Wow, that's way under 21 points. That was a fantastic performance. Um, we have to think with a pinch of salt because this is not um, not the best Chicago offense. And both teams really did seem and, and, and feel like it was a preseason game, really. Uh, Rodgers hadn't played any, pre- any, any preseason football and... Chicago rested a lot of their starters in the preseason. It showed, really. Just with the sloppiness, lots of penalties. I think there was about 20, 20 penalties um, over both sides on the game. And that equated for more yards than the offenses, really. That was, you know, that, that, that was the key, really, to the game. A lot of holding calls and false starts. And, yeah, it, it was it was sloppy. Sloppy football. Uh, not, not the game that the NFL wanted to showcase the first in the, the 100th season of the league. Uh, just going back to the game, Green Bay could not really get the run going, to be honest. 19 attempts from all the, the running backs and wide receivers for a total of 39 yards. Um, Aaron Jones showed flashes. He got a, he got hurt in the third quarter quite uh, quite badly there. He maybe had a rib injury or an injury in the chest area um, after the play sort of got 
saw got trampled on there. Um, but yeah, he's he showed flashes. I mean, the Chicago run defense is fantastic, probably the best in the league, to be honest. Um, and they they showed their class there. Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, showing that they can contain the run. Um, Aaron Lynch as well uh, was great against the run. He seemed to have pulled up quite a lot playing that defensive line. Uh, but yeah, the, the the run game never really got going for either side, to be honest. But it's mainly noticeable for Green Bay. It's Matt LaFleur's bread and butter, really. He wants to run the ball on first down, gain six, seven yards, and make it easier for Rodgers for the um, for the bootlegs and the play-action passes, which Rodgers was so great at um, when McCarthy had a running game. Uh, or they just go with James Starks and, and the like. Uh, so, yeah, I Lacey too. I mean, I forget him. But um, the, the Green Bay offense is showing flashes of what it can be. Probably against a slightly... Weaker opponents, it'll be them. It will show. It will show out more that that's the style. You know, run the ball, play action, uh, deep crosses. Devontae Adams getting going a little bit more. Marquez Valdez Scantling was very, very good. Um, he, he showed why he's a number two receiver and why Geronimo Allison is not the number two receiver. Um, he, he wasn't getting any separation at all um, from the from the slot corner buster screen. Not getting any any separation at all. Um, I was saying as well about Brian Bulaga being the, the key to the game, and he, he had a good performance against Mac. Uh, Khalil Mac had to go over to Bakhtiari's side, actually, um, to try and get any joy. And the one sack that uh, that Khalil Mac got was against uh, was against Billy Turner, who was the uh, the guard for Green Bay, who yeah, the interior line play wasn't wasn't um, wasn't great to be honest. Uh, we we can. Certainly improve in that area. Corey Lindsay got a, got a holding penalty as well, and uh, the offensive line, apart from the tackles, really was the the the, the, the crutch um, on this offense, holding everything back, holding the run game back, holding holding the passing the passing game back, not allowing for enough time. Um, but yeah, the, the the big passing plays for Green Bay when they came on in the game. To be honest, there was not a lot of between these two sides. In truth, there was it was just a really even contest. Uh, but two teams have not had a lot of practice um, in for tackle football situations, and it kind of showed. And the fact that Green Bay had one, uh, one or two big plays, big passing plays, getting into scoring positions and then converting Mason Crosby's field goal in the fourth, and and, and the Jimmy Graham touchdown with the one drive that really sustained anything, and uh, that came off the uh, MVS uh, long ball uh, from Rogers, a 38-yarder pass. So that was the the main the, the difference between the two sides. I thought the safety play for Green Bay was fantastic in coverage and blitzes. Kevin King needs to learn how to catch. He could have had an interception. Um, quite an easy one, really. Trubisky could have thrown two or three in that game. In fact, he only threw one, which was the killer one to Adrian Amos, who came back and haunted the Bears, which was fantastic. I love that stuff. That was great. Um, and yeah, the, the, the safety play was good. Darnell Savage. Looked like a savage. He was getting in there, getting pressures on blitzes, and uh, Amos was great just being that ball hawk. Um, so I think that's going to be a great tandem for Green Bay. Again, pass rush as well. Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith. Didn't see any of Rashawn Gary, which was a was a shock to me. But uh, but yeah, I was wildly impressed with the Green Bay defense. Not so much the Chicago offense. They need to run their ball more with Montgomery and Cohen. Um, Cohen didn't get any carries really. And I, I realise he's a scat back, but he's an explosive, explosive back. He can make things happen. 
Um, and Mike Davis is not that. I don't know why they kept consistently going with Mike Davis. It made no sense. He wasn't getting any any big yardage. And Cohen can, can turn a play into a 70-yard play easily. He's got that breakneck speed and he's so slight and small he gets sort of lost in, in, in the shuffle. I mean, he's not going to be a running between the tackles banger of a back like Montgomery is, but you, you need to feed him two or three or four runs uh, during the game and obviously then give him his eight to ten targets, which he got in this game, to be fair, eight receptions, uh, which is great for my fantasy league. Um, so I have him in a, a heavy PPR league and that was a, a, a joy to see. But that was the, the main uh, point on the game, really. I was, It was an intense one. I, I, I enjoyed it in parts, to be honest. The field possession... Battle can be fun to watch for, for from a from a you know a, a real nerdy point of view. Uh, I thought Green Bay really controlled that and made the right decisions at the right times. Apart from throwing the ball on second down, which um, when we're trying to kill the clock, I, that made no sense. Uh, you either throw it on first or third down. You don't throw the ball on second down. You try and kill the timeouts. But that was my uh, my main review of the game. I know it's a bit long-winded here, but that's the key crux of uh, these Friday shows is me getting out my thoughts on the game, and it was. A good one for Green Bay. Chicago have a lot of things to work on, um, and I'm sure they will. I'm sure that they're a great side. They'll come back and they'll they'll battle back, and it'll be a great battle for the uh, for the top three positions. Even I think the Vikings will surprise a few this season as well. So it's going to be a great battle in the NFC North, probably the best division in football. Um, and yeah, we'll soon see how that one turns out. But we're going to turn our attention to uh, the big lot of games on Sunday, which. Uh, I'll be tuning into Red Zone uh, for the 6 and 9 o'clock slots um, and like I said the focus games or pick four games and watch them on Game Pass on Monday evening and report back on Tuesday morning for you guys as well as the Monday night Monday night fiascos um, but we're going to run into our game picks here where we start with the Rams at the Panthers which I know can be uh, hampered by Hurricane Dorian um, it, it may pass by by the by kickoff, but I'm going to take the Panthers in this one. Um, the Rams have had, you know, they've not played Jared Goff in the preseason, and he is a guy who needs time uh, in the offense. I know the Rams were got the Super Bowl last year, etc. But the Panthers at home generally a good um, opening week. Cam Newton seems healthy. Um, I know I watched him on All or Nothing, and he wasn't healthy last season. And it showed he looks healthy this uh, this this uh, this preseason. I'm sure it'll be uh, shown here and. Um, they are actually favourites at home, the Panthers, which I've, I've gone with the, the home favourite here. I know that uh, most people on the um, on the line have taken the Rams to get within those two and a half point favourite um, margin on, on the betting lines, um, which I would probably take as well if I was doing it on the handicap. Um, but I'm just doing straight pick them. I'll take the Panthers to get the win. We'll move on to the Titans at the Browns. We're going to take the Browns. Um, they should be... You know, a, a top side in the AFC. The, the the talent they have and they've acquired this offseason, I know it will take time to gel, but Baker Mayfield is a good, good quarterback and he'll be able to make things happen. Um, the Titans are very vanilla to me. I, I, I kind of tune out when they're on, to be honest. It, it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm not that uh, that toll, sold on the Titans. They kind of bore the life out of me sometimes. I know that I um, my team now have... Uh, their old offensive coordinator, but um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a mind that I think Marcus Mariota hasn't shown uh, the the skills he did at Oregon um, in the league, and it, yeah, um, we're going to take the Browns just for their explosive offense. 
Miles Garrett looks like an absolute stud as well. Hopefully he'll uh, he'll wreak some havoc on the defensive line. And then next we have the Chiefs at the Jaguars, another game which could be affected by uh, Hurricane Dorian, maybe not, maybe so. We don't know on, on a Friday afternoon in the UK, which is pretty much Friday morning US time. Um, but we're going to take the Chiefs on the road. Uh, you're not going to bet against Mahomes. I know that uh, the Jaguars are, have a decent defense nucleus, um, and yeah, they they should be they should be decent again this year. I picked them to win the division actually. I uh, put that on my uh, social media, Daniel Bird zero one, and uh, at Zone Blitz Pod, I put that on the socials to show who I think was going to be the division winners. Um, had a little five pound uh, accumulator on that. Um, but yeah, we're going to take the Chiefs. You're not going to bet against Mahomes. Um, he's shown why he, you're not going to bet against him in the regular season anyway. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a no-brainer. Tyreek Hill just signed the new contract with the uh, with the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Amongst all of his antics off the field, he's still you know one of the best wide receivers in the league. I um, I traded him away in some fantasy leagues, so I thought he wouldn't come back into the league, and he has uh, come to bite me in the rear end. Moving on, we've got Baltimore at Miami. This one's a Baltimore win. It's it's an obvious one. Uh, Miami have sold the farm. Uh, in essence, they've got rid of everyone, um, and yet yeah, that it's not going to be a contest. This, I don't think the Ravens will run out Lamar Jackson against that pretty poor uh, Miami Miami secondary and Miami front seven. It's going to struggle. Um, so we're taking the, the Ravens in that one. Put that in all of your accumulators this week. Uh, we've got the Falcons at the Vikings. We're taking the home side. It's a close one. This they're very similar similar teams, uh, but we'll take the Vikings at home. Home field advantage is becoming a serious one in the league, uh, with the whole skull chant and the indoors, and yeah, it, it's becoming that the NFC North have those home field advantages apart from Detroit, have those home field advantages where a Soldier Field you generally don't get anything, plus your Green Bay at Lambeau Field you generally don't get anything. So um, yeah, we'll take the Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins needs to have a a bounce back season. I know he had good numbers last year, but they're just numbers. Uh, you, you need to turn that into wins, and they didn't get wins uh, last year. They sort of fell off the pace and fell behind the same as my my Green Bay Packers in the North, as the Bears run away with it. Uh, the Falcons, Julio Jones is uh, the game time decision, I believe, to to play on Sunday. Um, and yeah, their defense is decent. They have some good pieces, good linebackers. Uh, the the cornerback situation worries me. In uh, in Atlanta, they could get found out there a little bit. But I'm taking the Vikings in that one. We have an all AFC East matchup with the Bills at the Jets. Again, we're just going to go with the home side because week one, you, you don't really know what these teams are, to be honest. I know you talk about it for months and months in the preseason and in the off season. It kind of bores me to death, to be fair. But um, yeah, I I generally take the home teams unless there's an obvious an obvious favourite, and we're taking the Jets here. Um, and just to let you guys know, I'll be keeping a tally of uh, the uh, the results. Um, of my weekly picks and adding it all up at the end and see what my percentage of getting it right is. Um, put my put my knowledge to the test. Uh, we'll take the Jets. Uh, Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Robbie Anderson should perform a, a good, a good to, to good to good to decent um, offense there. The defense is good. They've got a good good pair of safeties in Marcus May and Jamal Adams. Um, and yeah, I think the I think the Jets will get the win there. The Redskins at uh, the Eagles. You take Philadelphia there. They are one of the NFC favourites again uh, with, with Wentz coming back. Will he stay healthy? Who knows? They've got rid of that safety blanket in Foles, which was just holding everyone back, to be honest. It was 
whenever Wentz had a poor a poor series or a poor couple of series, just get Foles in there. He's won a Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. If you're going with Wentz for the long way, you've got to get rid of Foles. And they did get that monkey off their back. And, um, and yeah, I'm pleased they did that and they can move forward. And there should be a playoff team in that, uh, that NFC East. Uh, obviously, you've got the Cowboys there who... Uh, Paul would say Zeke back, but I think the Eagles will be the, the top side there and will win against the lowly Redskins side. They're just waiting to bring um, the, the rookie quarterback in there, Dwayne Haskins. So we'll take the Eagles there. We'll then move on to the Colts at the Chargers. We all know the Andrew Luck story has been pounded into us um, by now, and yeah, the Colts will struggle, I believe. I don't think Jacoby Brissett is a, is a franchise quarterback and um, they may just tank for, for one of the um, well, they need a tank in the NFL but uh, they, they may just have a, quite a bad losing season here and end up picking again at the uh, the top five of the draft and picking up a quarterback this time um, to try and change their franchise again now, the Andrew Luck thing was strange um, but so you can't really blame him for his decision we'll take the uh, the Chargers here consistent Philip Rivers is a top 10 quarterback has been most of his career We'll get the win here. We'll make a run towards the playoffs again in the AFC West. I know he's got Mahomes there now, and he just can't seem to get a division where he is the top guy in the division all year and then, yeah, make a playoff run. Um, I think they will be in the playoffs in the AFC, whether it's a World Cup berth or not. But um, they will be there or thereabouts, and they'll start with a win against Indianapolis at home. We have the Bengals at Seahawks. Take the Hawks at home. Um, I think they'll surprise a few, to be honest. I don't think that uh, the Rams will run away with that division. Um, and, and Seahawks should be a, a wild card berth as well. Uh, which will, The NFC is a really competitive uh, division, uh, whereby the, the, the playoff st- structure was slightly different. There'll be the majority NFC teams in the playoffs, I would have thought, if it was just a where you finish in the, in the, in the order sort of thing. But yeah, take the Seahawks, the Bengals. Are in full rebuild, um, the same as most other, the same as some other teams here. And the Seahawks are still trying to win while they've got Russell Wilson. Um, so yeah, take the Seahawks. This one is a total stinker. It's a Lions at Cardinals, where the home side Cardinals are the underdog. I'm taking them on my accumulator. I'm taking them with the handicap. Uh, I'm picking them here. I'm picking the underdog. I'm picking the shark. Uh, I don't think the Lions are very good. I don't think the Patricia's a very good head coach. He showed it last year. Uh, Matthew Stafford hasn't shown the ability that we all thought he had um, to win win big games. This is a big game for the Lions. This is a statement win for them. If they can win here, win well, they show their contenders. But I'm taking the Cardinals at home. Kyler Murray uh, should start, I think, and um, and yeah, be excited to watch him and see how they get on. We have an all divisional game again: New York Giants at Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this was really close to being one of my four picks to watch, but I'm not going to pick this one. We're going to take the Cowboys because they should be a lowly Giants side. Um, Eli Manning will eventually be replaced by, by Daniel Jones. It's just a matter of when. Um, he won't be replaced here, but I don't think this will be a loss in Eli Collum. Uh, Cowboys will be, be buoyed by the bringing Zeke back. and They'll hand him the ball probably 25 times and he'll do the business. Cowboys to win that one. We're going to go to the Niners and Buccaneers. This is one of the games I chose. I just want to see how these two teams fare. Uh, the Buccaneers with their new coach, Bruce Arians. I think they'll get the win at home. This is another one that could be affected by that hurricane. And yeah, take the Buccaneers. 
although I'm not the biggest Jameis Winston fan in the world, um, I think he'll do okay with Arians. He's a bit like Carson Palmer, tall, rangy, stand back in the pocket, seven-yard drop. As long as he's got a good line, which he never had, uh, Carson Palmer never had in uh, in Arizona, uh, which is why they never fulfilled that potential of being a Super Bowl team under Arians. They can get a good line behind Winston, behind Arians, those long, those long crossing routes, uh, those forty-yard crossing routes that Arians likes to run, those verticals and posts. Um, yeah, they'll be able to get those off. Winston has the arm, so I'll take Buccaneers here. It's a close one. I'll take them in the final. Um, nine o'clock window game moving on to Sunday night football uh, we're going to go for the Steelers to shock the Patriots and um, some people will be tuning off now but I think the Patriots are really slow starters in the in the in general they have been for quite a while Steelers have a point to prove with you know, Antonio Brown and Lev Bell leaving I still think they've got good replacements so they've got James Connor, who's a perfectly good back in the league they got James Washington and Juju Smith-Schuster, who are perfectly good replacements for Antonio Brown. Um, and yeah, I think they'll, they'll be just fine. Drafted some defensive help in Devin Bush in the offseason, who looks like a stud to replace Ryan Shazier, and they're away. I think they'll shock the, the Patriots here. And I, I know it's in Foxborough. If it was in, in Pittsburgh, I'd be taking Pittsburgh with full confidence. I'm taking them to get an underdog win here. There's always one or two an opening week. And um, I'm banking on Sunday Night Football to bring me uh, one of those results. The, one of the first Monday night games, which is uh, the Texans at Saints, will take the Saints. Texans had that issue with Lamar Miller. They've been trading pieces all over the place. And yeah, they seem a bit of a dysfunctional mess, to be honest. Although I still think they'll compete in that division, which is a pretty poor one, to be honest. But they'll, they'll compete in the AFC South. The Saints are one of the NFC juggernauts. They should win that division. Drew Brees has a chance to win MVP, which he never has done. And yeah, that should be a, a real competitive game with the Saints coming out on top. And finally, we have a one of our last uh, divisional matchup with Broncos at the Raiders. We're taking the Broncos on the road, who are favoured um, in, in Oakland, which oh, Mike Mayock must be spitting uh, with the whole Antonio Brown fiasco. I mean, he's brought the guy in, he nurtured him and helped him through the helmet stuff and he repays him like that. I mean, I, I, if I was Mike Mayock, they haven't really invested too much uh, money in him. I'd just be cutting him, to be honest. I know you've spent some draft capital and you've spent all the off-season building around him, but you've got to just get rid of that sort of thing in the locker room and then in New England will pick him up and make hay while, while um, Mike Mayock is, is fuming. But um, you've got to make a statement as a GM, and I think he will. There, I think he will. He will suspend him for a long while until Brown sorts itself out, or he'll cut him. Um, I'm taking the Broncos. I don't feel that good about it, but uh, we'll take the Broncos, who aren't that great either. Uh, Joe Flacco, their near quarterback, but uh, they'll get the win there against the Bronco against the Raiders, who are totally dysfunctional. Um, so I hope that uh, broke down the games for you. Um, have no betting tips this week, but take my picks. Um, if you bet with Sky Bet in the UK. They don't do the, the handicap thing, they just do straight win or loss. So take some of these, uh, take many of the home the home teams. I know, I know the odds won't be that great. Uh, take the Steelers, they're around 2-1 to one on, on Skybet at the moment to beat the Patriots in Foxborough. That's great odds in a two-horse race. So take that. And um, and yeah, that's my, uh, my thoughts on the upcoming games this Sunday. Just to finish off, we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about the four games I'll be watching on 
on game pass tape uh, to round up on Tuesday. So the Chiefs at Jags, um, I want to see that offense versus defense matchup. I want to see how Mahomes gets on in his uh, third year, second year starting uh, in the league. We're going Titans and Browns. I just want to have a deeper dive into how the Browns have gone with their new look offense. Um, not for the Titans necessarily, but for the Browns and see how, how that's going on. Niners at Buccaneers. Have a deeper look at the uh, at the new Niners offense um, with all their running backs and Garoppolo coming back and etc. I want to see how they fare and also the Buccane- the Buccaneers defense, which is in a bit of a rebuild mode. I want to see how they get on against that offense. And finally, we've got Rams at Panthers. If it goes ahead, if it doesn't, I will be taking a deeper dive into p- the the Steelers and the Patriots. Um, picking that game because I want to see how Goff gets on without playing in the preseason. Obviously, you got. Uh, Cam Newton is back healthy, and uh, the Rams' defense, which um, is still supposed to be good, uh, will be. We'll see. Um, comes comes Sunday, and um, and yeah, that's pretty much the show. Uh, I, I hope you've enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed Thursday night football. Go Pat, go! Um, I hope my picks come in. I get all uh, all my selections correct. And uh, apart from that, follow us on Twitter at the Zone Bits Podcast at Zone Bits Pod. I should say. Follow myself at Daniel Bird zero one. On Twitter, um, share us on Spotify, iTunes, all that, all that good stuff. And I, um, I have a great weekend, and I'll see you all on Monday morning. Thank you very much.